the Dewey Love It Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Water with Lemon, recording live from the Gen A Studios. Oh, one on a uh, little winter break hiatus there, uh, off for two weeks. Uh, so thank you for the loyal listeners who have not lost faith. Uh, the show is not gone. The show is still on. We're back. We're stronger than ever. It's 2018. We're about to, you know, do some stuff. Uh, so, yeah, so basically I was off the, uh, past two weeks, you know, because I was traveling, going a bunch of random different places, um, and just, for some reason, I don't, I don't podcast while on the road. Um, it just, I can't find the right setting. Uh, I'm not riding in Gen A, which kind of throws me off. Um, so, so I, I, I just, I don't think to do it. Um, but the trip, the trip was good. It, uh, it started out in Iceland, uh, which surprisingly was not as cold as I thought. It was actually colder in Boston than it was when I got to Iceland. So, wasn't too shook about that. Uh, Day one, we went on a little bit of a glacier climb. Uh, those, uh, weirdos from Australia call it a glacier. Um, so, you know, a little, little different on the English front there, but I, I'll go with glacier. They, they say glacier. 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 There we go. Glacier. That's a, that's a weird one to say. Uh, so we did a little climbing on that, which was fun. Uh, went out, got some beers after. Uh, Iceland has by far the most expensive beers in the world, uh, at least that I've been to, um, 
basically their version of Bud Light was like $15 for a pint. And I thought I was in a tourist trap, and it was just like everywhere you went, because the government controls all the beer prices, so that was not too good. Um, even going to the liquor store, six pack at the liquor store is like 25 bucks. Um, so they don't want people being alcoholics and I could my frugal self kicks in and I could definitely see that working um following day uh got on a bus to the middle of nowhere to see the northern lights uh, they weren't going off, so I didn't see them day one. Uh, sorry, I'm a little, uh, right now. I'm all, uh, very phlegmy, very, uh, nasally right now. So I'm trying to, you know, clear the throat a little bit. So excuse me, problems of not having both a mute button or a co-host. Uh, so then I went back on the bus again the following night and to try and see the lights again. And so we go out into the middle of nowhere and I get off the bus and I look out and I'm like, holy shit, like, wow. And I like turn to the guy and I'm like, this is, this is pretty amazing. Is that it? Guy was like, uh, sir, you, you're facing west right now. Um, you're looking over a mountain where there's just a, a ski resort on the other side. You're, uh, the, the, then he, like, points to the right. He's like, the north is that way. And I was like, oh. And then I looked to the north, and I didn't see anything. Um, there was activity, and they were like, yeah, I know that little haze, like, that's them. And I was like, sure, sure. Um, but, you know, can't control nature. Uh, so I was some folk music there. Uh, had maybe the best meal of my life, at least top 
five. I treated myself to a little seven course meal uh, of Icelandic food that included uh, smoked puffin. Puffins are like those little birds that look like penguins. I know, I know, I don't have a soul. Um, it was pretty good though. Uh, some Arctic char, which is kind of like their version of cod. And then I had uh, some whale. Uh, straight up minka whale. So, Minka Will's pretty bomb. Um, as you'd expect, pretty fatty. Uh, so I really enjoyed that. So then after those adventures, uh, I was off to Stockholm. But, on the way to the airport from Iceland, Stockholm, which was a little bit warmer 
the nice one, which was nice. Uh, still no sunlight. I assume it was getting like, like four or five hours of sunlight. Stockholm was like getting like six or six, basically. Like the sun never came up. It just kind of like peaked its head up and then it would go back down. Basically, whenever the sun was up, it always looked like either sunrise or sunset and you didn't know if it was rising or falling. So, in stock, Stockholm was a little bit more casual, a little less on the agenda, um, kind of just settled into a hostel downtown, uh, walked around, uh, met some Italian people who taught me a lot of swear words, Minka! Uh, so that's a swear word. Uh, you can look it up. Um, and, yeah, basically we, uh, went to a museum, uh, which had a giant boat in there. So basically, it was like, it was kind of like their version of the Titanic, but in the 1600s. So they build like this massive, amazing ship, basically put all their resources into it. The thing like takes off, goes like, a quarter of a mile and then just sinks. Um, goes to the bottom of the harbor, sits there for 300 years, and they finally, like, got cranes and stuff and pulled it out, like, 40 years ago and it preserved, so it's, like, basically this hundred foot tall ship in, like, this huge building, um, and it's pretty cool, it's called the Vasa, V-A-S-A, definitely, uh, you know, maybe give it a little Google if you have time, um, Yes, we did some walking around there. Uh, drank a lot of Swedish beer. They have a lot of that, uh, which was pretty good. Uh, I found the people to be pretty friendly. Uh, majority of the women are uh, tall blonde, so that was cool. Uh, 
Gods are the guys. Uh, so yeah, a lot of blonde people there. And uh, yeah, that was that was Stockholm. Stockholm wasn't anything crazy. Just you know, good good metropolitan place. Um, and then we ended the trip in English in London. Uh, and I would say one of the highlights of the trip there was we went to a football match and we went to see Millwall. Uh, so for those of you who are unfamiliar, uh, Millwall is essentially the football club that Green Street Hooligans is based off of, like, these people. They're like a Division Two or Division Three club. And these people are absolute nut jobs. Um, I don't know if y'all recall, but maybe it was maybe like a year or two ago where there was the terrorist attack on London Bridge where the terrorists, like, attacked the bridge and they were wielding knives or whatnot. And so three terrorists went into uh, a restaurant and were yelling at people like, like, gotta respect the Koran, or like, something like that, like, you're all in sin, or whatever they were yelling, they were, they were yelling stuff with like, masks on their face, and they had knives, so this like, 50 year old guy stood up, and he basically started telling everybody to run out the back. And he just, he just goes, fuck you, I'm Millwall. Like, direct quote. And then he went over and, like, kicked the shit out of all three of these terrorists while getting stabbed and just like didn't stop survived and uh, now he's called the Lion of London Bridge because Millwall's mascot is the lion 
Um, so, when we got there, definitely a little bit of a seedy environment. Um, it was the type of fan base where they were chirping the other team as well as their own players. Like, at one point, one of us said, like, do these people even actually like like the club? Um, I've never heard the word, you know, earmuffs. Uh, I've never heard the word cunt thrown around more in my entire life. Um... So it was quite an experience, and fortunately we we bet on them and they won, uh, so that was good. And yeah, and besides that, it was just like a lot of drinking and being hungover. So anywho, I'm back. Uh, That's that's my vacation summary. I'm not really a, uh, I know people don't like listening to other people's vacations, but you know, I don't take pictures, so it's not like um making you sit down and look at the album. So I think we can find some common ground there. But anyway, let's let's get into a couple topics. of 
Patriots gear, and the other one is getting them a lot of Detroit gear. So I was actually in this situation, now that I think about it, when I was a kid. And I ended up going with Boston teams because my dad converted from New York because he was just like, I'm not going to spend my entire life just rooting against a bunch of people I live around, which I understand, especially Boston, it's a tough place to do it, it's not like you're living in like Tampa Bay and like trying to tell people the lightning suck or something. Um... But in this day and age, I feel like it's it's easier to do because you can, you know, you can get MLB ticket or, you know, the NBA package and it's very, it's much, much easier to follow your out-of-market teams so you don't really need to change your allegiance uh, such as myself living out in California but rooting for the Boston teams so would I change so the question is like if I were to have a if I had a kid and say that person was from Seattle and they were like a diehard Seahawks fan and I was a diehard Pats fan would I sacrifice like would I allow the female to give the kid the last name of say it's Smith as opposed to Lemon. So, this is a tough one, because it's like, would you rather your kid to have your last name, or have your kid be a Pats fan? Um... team is uh, so obviously being a Pats fan like you know we have a great team so we're relevant you know you want them to 
you definitely want them to take part in in the greatness. Um, the other part is, you know, right now there are no there are no second generation lemons. So, or next generation lemons. So that means, you know, do you roll the dice and rely on on other family members in order to keep the clan's name alive. Or, or, you just have a bunch of kids and maybe split on that, like, like, okay, like, one will take my last name, but this one who's not will be a Pats fan, and then that way, both things continue, because you need to keep both lineages alive. But, firstborn, I, 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 I consider, I think I would, I think I would sacrifice the last name for them to be a Pats fan. Um, so yeah, that. That's the conclusion on that one. But, like I said, depends on the team. If I'm a Jaguars fan, it's a different story. And also, I should mention that it need, it's, it's a clean sweep. It's not like... Like a Patriots fan and a Mariners fan. It would be like, um, you know, Red Sox, Bruins, Celtics, Clemson. Uh, it, it would have to be a clean sweep. And also, like, You'd, you'd really have to put in work to the point where, like, your kid might be, like, so turned off from the teams because of how much work you put in that they end up not rooting for them anyway. So that's the risk you, you're taking, but, you know, it's something to consider. Um... And then finally, uh, I had a, so I, 
little, little something to think about. What is the cheapest thing you have ever returned? So, yesterday, or two days ago, I bought a pair of shoelaces at CVS and they weren't long enough and I bought them for like a dollar ninety-eight and uh, I had to go back to CVS so I brought the shoelaces back and I exchanged them for a longer pair. So I essentially like returned these shoelaces. The price difference was 11 cents, which I put on my credit card because I didn't have cash. Um, and I'm pretty sure $1.98 right now is the record for the cheapest thing I've ever returned. Um, I feel like usually my cutoff limit is like five bucks if it's convenient and then on Amazon it's like ten bucks. Um, but I'm definitely a big fan of returning things. Uh, sometimes returning things feels as good as, as buying things, because you're like, oh, I'm getting, like, free money. Um, so, huge return guy. Do we love returning? The answer is yes. Love to return things. Um, and just wanted to let everybody know I set a record of a new return at like a dollar ninety-eight. Uh, so if anybody else has a a low return and they would like to write into the show, I would be happy to share. Uh, I'm sure this will make for some fascinating radio. But, I don't wanna drag on too long. Uh, like I said, very verklempt. Jordan flu game right now, fighting through being a warrior. Uh, and we will be back next week. Uh, thank you for battling through this, uh, two-week hiatus with me. And, uh, I'm feeling fresh. I'm feeling ready to go. Obviously a little bit rusty right now. I don't think I brought my A game today. I would give me a C plus. Um, but hopefully next week we'll, uh, we'll 
be shooting for straight A's. Yeah, <laughs> 